0: Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Thank God that we're able to be together and start this day, this week, in prayer. Today is Monday, and we're in, in the last week of the Easter season. Easter is not just one day. It is a season made up of a week of weeks, and this is the seventh week of Easter. Today, we start reading the letters of St. Peter. St. Peter. Please feel free to send me an email with any stories or insights or questions that might arise this week. You can send them to me at Pastor Jim 2006 at iCloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come. Come. Let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 1 Peter, chapter 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus the Messiah, to God's chosen ones who live as foreigners among the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia who have been set aside in advance by God the Father through the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and for sprinkling with the blood of Jesus the Messiah. May grace and peace be poured out lavishly on you. May God be blessed, God the Father of our Lord Jesus the Messiah. His mercy is abundant, and so he has become our Father in a second birth into a living hope through the resurrection from the dead of Jesus the Messiah. This has brought us into an incorruptible inheritance which nothing can sustain or, can or diminish. At the moment it is kept safe for you in the heavens, while you are being kept safe by God's power through faith, for a rescue that is all ready and waiting to be revealed in the final time. That is why you celebrate. Yes, it may well be necessary that, for a while, You may have to suffer trials and tests of all sorts, but this is so that the true value of your faith may be discovered. It is worth more than gold, which is tested by fire, even though it cannot be destroyed. The result will be praise, glory, and honor when Jesus the Messiah is revealed. You love him, even though you have never seen him, and even though you don't see him, you believe in him and celebrate with a glorified joy that goes beyond anything words can say, since you are receiving the proper goal of your faith, namely, the rescue of your lives. The prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be given to you searched and inquired about this rescue. They asked what sort of time it would be, the time that the Messiah's spirit within them was indicating when speaking of the Messiah's suffering and subsequent glory. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they were ministering these things, things which have now been announced to you by the Holy Spirit who was sent from heaven through those who preach the good news to you. The angels long to gaze on these things. So fasten your belts, the belts of your minds. Keep yourselves under control. Set your hope completely on the grace that will be given you when Jesus the Messiah is revealed. As children of obedience, don't be squashed into the shape of the passion you used to indulge when you were still in ignorance. Rather, just as the one who called you is holy, so be holy yourselves in every aspect of behavior. It is written, you see, be holy, for I am holy. If you call on God as the Father, as God, that is, who judges everyone impartially according to their work, "...behave with holy fear throughout the time in which you are a resident here. You know, after all, that you were ransomed from this feudal practices that you inherited from your ancestors, and that this ransom came not through perishable things like gold or silver, but through the precious blood of the Messiah, like a lamb without spot or blemish. He was destined for this from before the foundation of the world." And appeared at the end of the times for your sake. For you, that is, who through him believe in in the God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Once your lives have been purified by obeying the truth resulting in a sincere love for all your fellow believers, love one another eagerly from a pure heart. You have been born again. Not from seed which decays, but from seed which does not, through the living and abiding word of God. Because you see, all flesh is like grass, and all its glory is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. That is the word that was announced to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From the fall of Jerusalem to the Babylonians, God's people had hoped for a return to the land the Lord had promised them as their own, where they might worship the Lord their God in freedom and peace, united in God's presence, perhaps within the temple itself. One God, one people, one temple, one nation. What we might have imagined of as a gathering that drew all people into a single central place, Jesus has turned around and spoken instead of sending his people out into the world with the message that God has gathered the whole world into one around the Son, who now dwells enthroned over the whole world at the right hand of the Father. Peter writes this letter to a church that is simultaneously gathered into one in Christ and scattered throughout the world one in faith, one in Christ, but dwelling throughout all the regions of Asia, which is modern-day Turkey, and that is far from Jerusalem. And the hope that they hold on to and the promise they are looking forward to is the full revelation of the Messiah to the entire world as the one who rules and judges the world with love and righteousness. By God's grace, God's mercy, they have been called out of the world and into a fellowship of God's kingdom. This church is called to be a people set aside for God's purposes throughout the earth. That is what it means to be holy. It means to be called out. It means to be sanctified, purified, and then set apart so that God's words and God's love might act and live through them. Set apart for God's purpose. Living according to God's purpose and as a witness to God's righteousness and love in this world. We as members of Christ's Church today are part of this one body, now extending throughout the whole earth, kept in Christ in the Spirit. We are the body of Christ in the world, but like Jesus, our Master, there is much to endure in faith, in hope, and in love until the day when Christ comes again. The contrast between the joy and glory of Christian hope and the reality of Christian suffering in this world is at the heart of this letter that Peter writes. To enter into this letter is to set aside our privilege and pretensions of power, especially power in this world, and to instead take the role of a servant, to take the position of a disciple, to take up the cross and to suffer with Christ in this world. Is there something about life in Christ and as a part of Christ's people that denies us power as the world knows us and that leaves us open and vulnerable to suffering as long as we're in this world? Since our commandment, the one that Jesus has given us, is to love one another as he has loved us, and so when we love, we become vulnerable to those who try to dominate the world through other means with fear and hatred threats of violence, ruling it over people. Those things are soon to pass away. The coming Christ will sweep them away in the judgment. What then will endure? The steadfast love of God, the love we have been called to embody and to remain loyal and faithful to, even if it means suffering now, for Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, We thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gifts of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world. For people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, especially this morning, we pray for the people of Israel. For people in countries suffering from illness and disease. For all who are working to bring about peace and international harmony. For all who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Those who are working to bring healing, health, and wholeness to the people of this world. And for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else or for what else are we praying this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.